You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. It is BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth. Coming up 20 minutes from now, Joe and Paul will finalize their contest picks for this week. Can't wait for that segment. Lightning bets coming up later this hour. We do have some NFL games we haven't hit on yet. We will do that. But first, I mentioned last segment. We didn't get to it. Let's make sure we get to it right now. Jake Hassan, Cardinals fan. Very excited at the end of the season. They make the run. They go to the playoffs. Yesterday, Mike Schilt gets fired out of nowhere. Jake said he didn't have a take yesterday. We gave him, what? what is it, maybe even 20 hours, 21 hours, whatever it is. Jake, you've had enough time. What, do you, what, what the heck happened? Honestly, I, I'm still stunned. Uh, John Mosaic went up to the podium. He said it was philosophical differences, which basically to me means that someone dared push back against the Cardinal way, and they said, all right, you're out of here. Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, I think it personally, I think it had something to do with player management. It had to be Alex Reyes, Jack Flaherty, Dakota Hudson, Nolan Gorman, or Dylan Carlson. One of those five, the way that they were developing them, the plan for them, Schilt said, all right, I want to do this. And they said, no, we want to do that. And he's, and they said, all right, if you're not going to, if you're not going to take this way, then you're out of here. And, and I mean, Joe Sheehan also had a tweet that said, all right, Schilt won 90 games with half a rotation, went into his exit interview or end of the season interview and said, all right, I won 90 games with half a rotation, 17 game winning streak. Are you going to get me some starters yet? And they said, mm, no, probably not. So, I mean, Mosaic was up there saying, oh, we have some really great internal options. We really believe in promoting from within. And I think that was part of it, too. They probably were saying, all right, we, you have everything you need here. Everything you need is within the organization. We're going to bring you guys from AAA and AA. And he said, there's literally Max Scherzer who's going to be a free agent. You can't get me him. And they said no. So I, I think it was something like that. I mean, uh, Passan even said it was something that came up in the last couple of days. It wasn't a gradual process. It was very sudden. So, yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm still shocked. I mean, we were talking about an extension just a couple of days ago when the season ended. Everyone thought he was going to get a new contract, and now he's gone. I, I know it was shocking, but if I had to pick a side, I'd probably pick the Cardinals because they do have the Cardinals' way, and in their mind, that 17-game winning streak and the playoff appearance happened because of the Cardinal way, because the, the way they've done everything and how it's always the devil magic. And they've got these players that nobody's ever heard of coming through in these big spots in high leverage games. Yeah. What I'm worried about with that. And I agree with you. The thing for me, and I said that I was talking with uh, Jeremy Warner about this, that as I've gotten older and become a smarter baseball fan and, and more observant baseball fan, the the whole Cardinal way thing I've kind of it's become grading at times because you they 
lean into it. They're so dug into it and this Cardinal Way thing, and they seem to just put the blinders on sometimes. And, yeah, it works. You get the results, obviously. You look back at even the last 10 years, you see the results. And But sometimes it can be a little grating. But I, I agree with you. I think that it's probably in the long run we're going to look back at this and say, okay, yeah, the Cardinals are right. What I'm worried about is that Schilt, a lot of the players liked him. They loved him. Harrison Bader, mm-hmm. Dylan Carlson, Tyler O'Neill, those guys loved him, those guys specifically. And I'm afraid that you're probably going to see some significant regression from those guys in the next season because – they're not going to be in that same environment that led to the breakout year they just had. Do you think he, like, if we're doing a war for managers, would he be positive? Yes. I I said this yesterday. I think the Padres are about to get a wonderful manager in Mike Chill. Mm, that would, that that would, would be a huge upgrade. Yeah. Yeah. And they want a guy with experience. That would work. It kind of reminds me when the Red Sox fired John Farrell after a 93 win season. Like, there's just, there was something there that just wasn't, it wasn't working, but. That came out of nowhere, and they did it on the off on the day of Game Five. I just I couldn't believe that. I was like, there, "There's a big game tonight." We saw a, a manager fight. All right, so John Farrell, I'm not John Farrell. Mike Schilt is out in St. Louis. Jake Hassan was stunned, and uh, I think all of baseball was stunned. But that makes sense. The Padres, that would work, Joe. I could see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they. We go back and forth, and I don't want to go too far on the value of the manager, but right. he did not help. Something's got to change. You can't fire all the players. The owners, the GM, they're not going to fire themselves. So, yeah, that, that'd be a, a way to go. With all that talent that they have, they certainly need an upgrade. It was funny watching uh, Jace talk over the last month or so. It was like he knew. It's like, oh, just fire the man. Put him yeah. out of his misery, please. Like, he this was is walking the flank. Yes. Yeah. All right, let's jump back to some NFL games here. All right, Packers-Bears, the line movement. Let's start there. This num- number is up to six points. Oh, what is going on here? I mean, Will Britz told us last hour, Aaron Rodgers is it. Aaron, what's your thought? Packers-Bears Sunday, six points. I see the value in the Bears getting all those points at home. You know, Packers off an overtime game, off a road game. Six points, a lot of points there. Yeah, and then you go to that, what is it, uh, Aaron Rodgers is 20-5 and five against the Bears. Yes. Is that what the record is? I mean, 21-5 and five to, and you include the playoffs. Yep, it's a lot. Hard to go, hard to go against that. Um, I like the Packers here. I, I think I'm going to stay away from this one. If anything, I might look at some props, uh, but I don't have a bet on this game. Um, I, I want to go Bears. I want to. And the reason I believe that this is moving up is the injuries are really piling up for the Bears. And today is going to be huge. Is Hicks available? Matt, if Mack and Hicks are both out, their two best defenders, along with Jalen Johnson, like they don't have a prayer against Aaron yeah. Rodgers, even though he's not the MVP Rodgers that we've seen. Uh, they've had some injuries on the offensive line. You know, Fetty sucked anyway. So he goes to the IR earlier this week. I, I don't know if that's a big deal. Alan Robinson has not been practicing. Is Mooney going to be the one? If you're walking in and I'm missing Hicks, I'm missing Mack, and I don't have my number one receiver, Damian Williams, he was a starting running back, and he got COVID, or he went on the COVID list yesterday. They're not going to have him either. They're down to RB3. They're down to Khalil Herbert, who did look good against the Raiders last week, and that's how you have to get to Green Bay. You can run on them defensively. The 29th in the NFL in rush defense success rate. The 29th in the NFL rush defense DVOA. They need to burn the clock. It's gonna. It would have to be a repeat of what we saw last year, last week with the Raiders game. I don't think this is the time 
when you ask Fields to do too much? Probably not yet because you want to keep Rodgers on the sideline as much as possible. That's what we're going to see over the next two weeks. It's uh, Rodgers this week, and then you're going to get Brady with extra rest next week. So the six is certainly a reaction uh, to what we've seen on the injury report. Eileen Bears, I do. I did not expect this to be a top-five defense. That's what they are DVOA. But this might just be the breakout Aaron Rodgers game. I've seen it time and time again at Soldier Field. Matt LaFleur, 4-0 against the spread in his, in his uh, previous two seasons against the Bears. Uh, this Packers defense going through a lot of issues. We, we don't like Joe Barry, the defense coordinator on the show. And they're missing their best pass rusher and their top cornerback, who is elite in Jair Alexander. So there are some reasons to jump on the Bears. I don't think it's getting to seven at six. It is tempting. I think this is an under game. The Bears are the most under team in the NFL. They're, they're four and one to the under. Uh, they're going under by 7.8 points per game this year. And I don't really expect Rodgers to air it out all game. He still doesn't have his deep threat in MVS. Right. So uh, this is a, I feel better about going under the total than I do aside here. Yeah, I liked the Packers when it was in the, the week first started. Um, they rarely lay lay their egg against uh, a division opponent. On you know, I like the Bears, but at six, it's just there's a lot of value there. Another division game with value. Joe, you've been on this one all week, and now the values increase. The Denver Broncos are now four point favorites. The Raiders are now getting four points Sunday in Denver. We know the coaching situation, brand new, well, interim coach in in Las Vegas because they hold the whole John Gruden thing. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter your search based on the qualities that are most important to you. Then you can book a free 15-minute consultation call with any therapist you're interested in seeing. So you can get a feel for whether they're the right fit before you commit to a full-length session. Alma also makes it easy for mental health care providers to navigate insurance. That's why 95% of therapists in their directory accept insurance for sessions. So you can find care that's affordable without stressing about the paperwork. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit HelloAlma.com Therapy60 to schedule a free consultation today. That's HelloAlma.com Therapy60. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Boy, Denver's had a weird couple weeks. Denver's in that Carolina boat where they start off 3-0. We were excited about them. You kind of thought, you know, nine wins, ten wins, playoffs. And they've lost two in a row. And last week's loss was bad. I mean, there's no other way to say it. That was a bad loss to the Pittsburgh Steelers with Teddy Bridgewater back. Didn't matter. They didn't score. Is this an overreaction? Feels like it. This feels like an overreaction to the turmoil within the Raiders that the numbers four. These are, I, I look at them as both seven, eight win teams. Maybe, you know, maybe the Broncos get to eight, nine, but they're not, I mean, they're the same. They're, they're pretty similar teams. Do you think this is a public finally uh, starting to bet late in the week? They're just fading the Raiders? Yeah. Yeah. That would, I that do. Would make, that makes sense. I'm surprised we're at four. 
I was wondering if it was going to go to three because of some of the support that I was hearing from uh, some sharper bets. But uh, betters, I still look at Denver, and I'm just I'm just not all that impressed. Now, Teddy, is he going to look better a week after the concussion that he was dealing with last week? Quite possibly. It's not like the Raiders' defense is a top 10 unit at all. Um, so that's fascinating. Denver, it's always tough to go there. You know, the road teams have uh, gotten to the window a whole lot this year. It's it's a terrific defense, and now the Raiders don't have their play caller. I think they're going to be fine. And it's not like Gruden was doing a terrific job uh, with this offense, certainly over the last couple of weeks. I think they're going to be just, just good enough uh, with Olsen calling the plays. Yeah, because Derek Carr is used to Olsen calling the plays. It might be a little bit of adjustment. I do think it might take a little while for – the Raiders to get things going. I think the Las Vegas offense will probably struggle against the Broncos. And I was thinking maybe this is another under game. Could be. Yeah. I think it's 40. Well, Denver's defense. Now it's at 43 and a half. I just don't that see the sense. Raiders getting a lot going in this game. I don't know if they'll be terrible the rest of the way, but I think this is going to be an adjustment game for them. Um, and I don't, I don't see them coming out hot in the first quarter. I would be yeah. surprised. Yeah. And, you know, I think we look at the Raiders having a, a pretty good offense or a much better one than Denver. You know, they've only scored 11 more points than the Broncos this year. So like mm-hmm. these are, neither of these teams are, are great offenses and they're not exactly lightening up. Uh, let's go to the chiefs Washington football team. It's down to six and a half. The week started at seven. I think we're all on the Chiefs as a winner in this game. The Washington football team defense, bottom five, six in basically every category. Chiefs defense, bottom in almost every category. But if I'm, if I'm having a shootout or a back-and-forth game, Aaron, I can't go without Patrick Mahomes. I, I can't imagine the Chiefs are going to lose this game off of what happened to them last week. Uh, this feels like a very teasable game if you're going to move that Chiefs number down. Yeah, great idea. I have them in the teaser. They're, I mean, come on. The Chiefs are not losing to the Washington football team. I mean, you've got to be delusional to think that that's going to happen. And you take a look at the Chiefs' schedule. I mean, they can't afford to lose another game. The losses that they've had have been to really good playoff teams, in my opinion. And they beat the Eagles by double digits. They're going to do the same to the Washington football team. Yeah, I mean, Chiefs everything money line teaser i mean <laughs> this everything is I, one. <laughs> I might yeah i might tie up multiple teasers to kansas city and just change the other team i i agree this is my favorite survivor play i like it more than indianapolis favored by double digits i like it more than the giants favored by nine or even when they were favored by double digits this is the spot uh pass defense dvoa washington 29th in the nfl and here's pat mahomes after I mean, they have three losses. They're one and four against the spread. But the number is inside of a touchdown. And I, I think that's big. We're still at six and a half, right? What's the total? Yeah, six and a half. Six and a half is the number. 51 the total, and a half? I mean, geez. How, when, when would you not go over? Is it too 50, high right I was now? 50, I was wrong. 54 and a half is the total. 54 oh, wow. and a half is the that, number. That's a big number. The final against the Eagles was 42-30. Um, yeah, that went to 72. I mean, yeah. Yeah, it's probably going over. I think yeah. over. Uh, I, I love the Chiefs in this game. All right, guys, let's hit one more here. And then we um, we do have to jump into and, and talk about an NFL trade that went down a few minutes ago, coming up in a few minutes. And we'll finalize you guys in the uh, contest picks. But how about Sunday Night Football? Will Brinson thinks it's a gift. We get to fade Geno Smith. 
Uh, Joe, I got the sense earlier you think it might be creeping up too high. The Steelers are now five-and-a-half-point favorites with an old Ben Roethlisberger against Geno Smith. This is I, I better not get a primetime game with quarterbacks this bad again this year. I better not because this is bad. So, so yesterday I was on with Jim Sonis and Ed Fang. Um, Jim was with us earlier in the week, and Ed is terrific with numbers, a lot smarter than me. And I'll tell you what he said about his Russell Wilson adjustment. I feel like we should be talking about this more. What is, what is Russ – Still an elite dude, top 10 guy, worth to the point spread. And he mentioned how usually with the superstar quarterbacks, it's about a touchdown. And he's right. It always depends on the drop-off to the next guy. And, and he had it around five to six points. He was making a case that this Geno Smith people thing that people are jumping on, fading Geno Smith, um, he, he's looking at it the other way. So he doesn't even have it as a touchdown drop-off. He has it closer to five, five and a half making the case that Gino looked good when he came off the bench, and he did. And he did. we've talked about what about the Steelers with a week to prepare for Geno Smith. How's that changed things? But he was making the point that, well, what about giving Geno Smith a week to prepare? Like knowing that he's going to be the starter, getting all of the practice reps, because it goes both ways here. Um, so if we look at the number of five and a half compared to the look ahead when it was Seattle minus three, is Russell Wilson to Geno Smith really an eight and a half point adjustment? That seems That's pretty the, extreme. It does. I mean, I would think seven. I, I'm, I'm more on the side of the seven, seven and a half. Eight and a half is a lot. I mean, that's Geno. Geno has started a lot of games in the NFL. Steelers offense. And I, I know the Seahawks defense is not very good. We all get that. They're bad against the pass. They're terrible overall. Um Explosive pass rate, 28th. Explosive um, success rate overall, the 29th. Pass success rate, 27th. Rush success rate, 30th. I mean, this is a bottom five offense. You can't argue that. So I'm it's not going to be ugly. It's going to be ugly. That I guarantee. I want to Joe take o the Seahawks so bad as dogs. Though. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth, Becky will come back, finalize Joe and Paul's contest picks, and an NFL trade that just went down. We'll hit on next on the Beck UL Network. <laughs> 